Hey everybody, this is Belgarian and Beyond, the show where we explore magical reality through fiction, chapter by chapter, and we've begun with the Belgarian series of books by David Eddings. Welcome to season three, episode 19. This season we're reading book three, Magician's Gambit, and today we're diving into chapter 18. My name is Sandra Turnbull. I'm the director of the Goddess Kindled Universe, a publishing house concerned with everything magical realism, and I write stuff too. And I'm Alicia Seymour, and I am a fantasy author of Magic and Darkness. <sighs> yes, babe. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? I was talking to uh, my friend Christy yesterday, the one that we were trying to start a publishing uh -huh. house together. We are like yin and yang. And so yeah. yesterday, we're still trying to do this Girl Scout thing together. But anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's anyways, such a good idea. Such yeah, good we're, idea. we're start, we've, we started it. So yesterday we were on a call and she was, I told her, I said, write up a little message thing that I can ping because you're better at like that connecting through words stuff. And so she writes it and it's just a little short thing and I read it and I was like, that's like, I lit up. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, see, you are so good at like the happy stuff. And she just starts laughing. I said, no matter what I do, I just live in the darkness stuff. That's just where I'm at. And I'm kind of happy there. But when I try to connect with people from that space, it doesn't always work. Not always. Well, it's, I see, I love that space. It's so well, soft. I do too. It's so soft and too. gentle. But most people that I find Get maybe it's just the way I do it and I think I just get too deep too quick and then they're like whoa I don't even know you kind of thing there you is know. no such thing as too deep too quick you're just looking at well, there is doing it with the wrong people girl right that's they're just things. not your people yeah and so when we're approaching something like this I feel like she's the good outreach person because mm -hmm. most people aren't most people get me on a one-on-one -on -one, but if they don't yeah. know me yet they need a little bit slower okay. introduction. <laughs> I had a two and a half hour call today with a, a person that I've not done a lot of talking with, but we've had like connections over the past few years. And we decided like to get to know each other better. And like we talked, non we talked for two and a half hours and like our kind of talking too deep, too fast, as you would say. Yes. No such thing. It was great. Right. It was such a good conversation. <laughs> well, that's good. It is good when you find the other people that are there with you. Yes. On that. <sighs> Would you like to tell me what's in your potion this week? Because I am <sighs> very curious to oh, know man. how everything's going. Yeah, it's been a very, like as I was telling you earlier, December, um, was really, really long for us and for me in general. Um, so my my cup is filled with, well, it's like a tall glass of red wine because I've been enjoying some wine again. Good. Um, I do balance it so it doesn't overtake me like it did before. But yep. every evening it's just nice to sit down and be like, all right, it all got done. Let me yep. have some wine. <laughs> yep. I have that wine. Yeah, I, I am all for that. You just yeah. do that. Yeah. So like we all got through COVID just fine. Um, and my oldest daughter never even had symptoms. She was like fine through all of it. I got hit the worst. I was sick for like two weeks, but I don't think the first week I had COVID, I think it was uh, an emotional release that went physically into me and just like, bleh, like threw me into some kind of 
rest. Um, and so I rested for like two weeks and I'll tell you though, I enjoyed that supernatural. I was grateful I had that show because it was about all I could do. Yeah. I couldn't read books. I couldn't do my writing. My head was a mess. And then my did you, body did you let yourself just rest? You didn't try to do stuff, did you? Well, the second week I thought like Sunday, I thought, oh, I'm starting to get a little bit better. So Monday, Tuesday, I tried a little. But that's when what happened is I think a little bit of COVID symptoms were starting or had been there, but they developed into a sinus infection. So that's what was causing my head. I couldn't look at anything because of the pressures right between my eyes. Mm -hmm. So I called the doctor and they're like, because this sounds like your symptoms are severe. You have to go to the emergency room. I'm like, are are you serious? So (laughs) I went, they tested me for COVID then. And that's when my test came back positive. Yeah. Like at the end of it all. And I was just like, that's, I guess maybe I had it, but it just seemed kind of weird to me. I don't know. Um, well, the, the timing of it are so, quite, quite show up differently in different. Yeah, ways. yeah. So I was the last one to recover, um, but we all we're all fine now. And <laughs> I'll tell you, it's healthy people can get through fine, but it doesn't make it fun. No, it's <laughs> um, not. It's a terrible, uh, terrible sensation. Some of it. Yeah. So right now I'm, I'm back to trying to balance creative work with helping my kids at school because they're now still learning from home for a couple weeks. Yeah. And that's challenging um, because I'm also trying to figure out, well, they said two weeks. So the first two weeks of January, as of now, okay. <laughs> the, the rate California is going right now, it's just skyrocketing out of control with oh, wow. COVID cases. So, so. And so you're like in the current new... two weeks, and then after that, it could be not done the two weeks. It could be, but the school is, is pretty determined that they're going to bring them back. So unless they get like a really, really like uh, hardcore no, yeah. I think they're going to do everything they can to make it happen. Okay. So um, trying to figure out what being a professional writer looks like in my life is more challenging with everybody here yeah it's a different it's it's a different because i'm up and down yeah back and forth i have to shift into school and mom mode and then back into creative writer mode yeah but i do want to find that place where i have professional writer in my mind yeah because because i've come to realize that what other people say makes you a professional writer isn't like the bottom line like it's not only that there are no boxes you, you are your own kind of writer yeah and, and so you sell to... and you sell books sorry to speak over the top of you but i'm quite passionate about this and i'm going to keep talking you are a professional writer you write books people buy them that makes yeah. you a professional writer right you right. are an author i just want to find consistency for myself that feels good that feels like I'm not like postponing and, and procrastinating, but that no. it's also not, that's also not like, I don't have to sit here eight hours every day. But is that even I don't a want reasonable to. expectation? Like, any, like maybe the consistency is just whatever writing gets done on any day, because this is not, none of this is, you can't schedule this shit. 
it's possible and that's what I'm trying to sort out for myself because yeah on the one hand I have somebody like Wayne Dyer in my ear I always remember him say to somebody um, who was was determined to set his goals and follow through with them very lovingly told the man like there's no purpose for goals in life you don't need to set goals goals you know and he was just completely against goals I forget the way he worded it but yeah. it made complete sense to me and it felt good Be in the moment I said, and do the next right thing yeah and then he's a man who would sit down and write a spend a year writing a book that's yep. just what he did because it yep. felt good and he did it yep. you know it wasn't a goal it's just what felt good and that's the thing you know <laughs> that but that's that and therein lies the consistency that you're looking for you right. are in the moment and you do the next right thing that feels good for you yes um and i'm still releasing the other side of me that hears the podcasts <laughs> you know which ones i'm talking about that um are very great people they do amazing things and then I feel like I have to do that too. And sometimes they'll even say it. They'll even yeah. say like, do this thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should do that. But it's like, no, I, you know, Everybody's... I don't stop to think, is that yeah. really, really yeah. me or not? <laughs> I've been doing a lot of that questioning the premise. I've been listening to, yes. have you have you listened much to the quick cast? I haven't listened to her, her show. Seriously, listen to the quick cast. Okay, I'll start listening. <laughs> I think in, I think it would be good for you. Okay. Because it, she talks. Does her, she do it on iTunes at all, or it's just on her website? She, well, it's 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 on YouTube at the moment. So she's got okay. a channel on YouTube. Um, that's where I've been listening to this stuff. They they are stripping it out, stripping the audio out to make it into a podcast, audio okay. only podcast at the moment, but. Like it's easy enough just to zap on, you know, right. the YouTube and listen get, to it there. I just get spoiled with iTunes, <laughs> um, but YouTube's fine. I listen yeah. to like Eckhart on YouTube. Yeah, so go in there and listen to it because her thing is what to quit, what to keep, and what to question. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things that she does is question the premise. So, right. someone says to be a writer, you write every day. You have to write every day, but but do you? Like, do you? Sorry. And so it's very, yeah. That's that's she. That's how I she describes like, it. She's I can like, like see her in you when you do yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly what she does. <laughs> and and because everybody is made up of a different combination of different qualities, and and she goes through all of those qualities and talks about them. It's fascinating psychologically. Mm-hmm. And it and different. There are so many different ways in to do what you want to do, and I love the philosophy: what to keep, what to question, you know, what to quit. Love it. It's fabulous. Okay, I'll start listening. Okay, I will start listening. Okay, good. But that's that's my cup. As fast <sighs> as I can wrap it up, <laughs> you know. But yes, so your dog ran away on Christmas. <laughs> Oh, you, yeah, all had COVID. You, you, you all had COVID and happy there's, new there's, year. Yeah. <laughs> there's been a lot of emotional changes that have all yeah. leveled out now beautifully, but in the midst of it was a little bit ter, how you say it? Tumult, tumultuous. Tumultuous. Did you, um, 
Yes. You, you, you have been amazingly centered and calm. I can feel it. I can always still feel like Eckhart Tolle says, even amidst all of when when problems arise, you can still feel the presence there in the background. Yeah. And that's, and that's not, exactly what I felt. And I'm not saying that you you were you didn't process your emotions or yeah, you shut down. You didn't shut down at all. You were feeling all of the things and letting it move through you. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes people say, oh, you have to stay grounded and centered. And that means that you don't, like, you, you have to look a certain way or behave yeah. a certain way. But that's not true, you know. Well, the, the funny thing was, too, even when some of these problems came up, like, <clears throat> I didn't feel, like, I just didn't feel the need to be emotional. I honestly felt still, like, I could observe it and say, this is leading to something very wonderful. So I'm just going to let it ride out. And I just kind of stepped back and kept mm-hmm. setting my intentions. And then it came to be that. So right. it really kind of showed me how much power I actually do have for my life. You know life. what I find a lot of the time is when we are at our physically weakest. So when we're very sick and we don't have a lot of physical energy to do things, can be when we are the most um, powerful in those other ways because we don't have the blockages and the barriers and the we don't have the energy to keep it out we don't have the energy to fight the flow yeah that's trying to you know carry us through our lives you just have to give way to it because you just don't have the energy to fight it yeah I knew that that sickness too was the, because it lasted so long. I knew it was preparing me. It was getting me ready for what was to come. So when it did come, I was like, okay, this is why I needed that rest so that I would be um, in a place that I could accept it Yeah. um, from a new perspective. And often getting very sick is the only thing that stops us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, doing, and pursuing. And you know... (laughs) And you know, watching Supernatural, I'll still watch like an episode a day, um, but even a lot. Where are you up to? S- I just finished season five last episode. So <laughs> that was a good episode. I'm just trying to think, what was the last episode? It was, it was spoilers. I mean, this show <gasps> That's falling but- it. They fell into the hole, fell into the hole. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with Sam like <laughs> flickering back from from hell or did you go what 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 not really i knew i'm no because it's season five and there's 10 more seasons to go so i'm like obviously about that (laughs) see i have to (laughs) okay i'm gonna go on too long (laughs) that's okay natural i'll put the times in the notes if you don't want to listen to this just skip ahead (laughs) supernatural had a lot of stuff that helped me during that transformation yeah but the other funny thing with Supernatural is like it has it has had so much stuff that was ahead of its time that's related to what's happening right now. And I know that's the truth for a lot. Holy of shit. things. Isn't that true? But they but they just had an episode in season five where Sam and Dean walk into a hospital wearing masks. Everyone in the hospital is wearing masks because uh-huh. of the swine flu. And remember the swine flu? Yep. It wasn't that big of a thing. I don't remember it being that big. And the vaccinations um, that got the 
bad and stuff. The va- <laughs> they're putting the Croatoan virus in the yeah, vaccines the for the swine flu. I'm like, see, that's exactly why I'm not getting the COVID vaccine. Okay. <laughs> you are not infecting me with some walking dead virus. I'm not going to turn into a zombie. <laughs> oh, well, you have been inoculated, my darling. You had it. Yeah. Yes. I never planned on getting the vaccine anyways. I don't do the flu shot either. Well, I no, I immunize differently. Almost yeah. got divorced over that. No, I know some people feel very strongly about that you should get it, or well, why that you should get it. I have no, I don't, I don't have a problem with vaccinations per se. I have a problem with over vaccinating. Mm-hmm. and not allowing the natural immune system to develop properly before you start vaccinating right. um, and and then not doing the things to keep your immune system functioning at a top level so that it can do what it's supposed to do and protect you you know there's lots of talk about pills and potions like I'm just not a pills and potions person it's not the place I go to first ever it never has been and I hear lots of talk about that I don't hear a lot of talk about uh which vitamins are going to support you best through this um how to boost your immune system naturally the things that you should be doing to you know if I start if you know I'm sorry I'm just not a big pharma person and <clears throat> there are lots of ways to be healthy. One of the good things for COVID symptoms is to take vitamin D and vitamin K together. Well, I take vitamin D every day, do all my stuff, take my vitamins that I'm supposed to take. You know, but at the same time, I wear a mask. I wash my hands. Right. You know, I do the things that you do to keep each other, that we do to keep each other safe. I do all of those things. You know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not trying to diminish the impact that this is having on the, on the world at all, at all. I want everybody to look after themselves the best way that they can. And so whatever choice that anyone makes for their own health is absolutely going to be completely supported by me. You know, what you yeah. do for your health, the choice you make, that is absolutely the right choice for you. And I will never, ever tell you you're wrong. I will, I, would, I just will never do that. But, and a lot of that is to do with the state of mind. Because when something is believed in, believed in, that's what will work best for you. And that's yeah. just the way it is. And, and so <clears throat> it's a, it can be a divisive conversation. I don't have this conversation with um, very many people because, because, because it, is a, it is, is completely up to you what you do about anything. But if you're not doing things to boost your immune system and to keep yourself healthy, if you're not wearing your mask and washing your hands and making sure that you do all of the things that um, are sensible and, you know, make sense. 
and you're just waiting for someone to come and say, here, let me jab the, give you a vac give you a needle with this vac with this vaccine in it, and that's going to fix everything. I well, I don't think that's you know I've got I've got a little bit of a problem with that. Like, be responsible, take responsibility for your vehicle through this life. Do the things that are going to keep it healthy. It's designed to work a certain way. Do the things that support it so it can work for you. Yeah. Yep. I may or may I not agree. cut this whole section out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's already been like 20 minutes for my cup. <laughs> Oh, well, it's just, um, I, I mean, I don't talk about this because it is so divisive. Yeah. It's, but know, it, I'm not, this is, this is what I think. If you don't like it, that's okay. I don't you don't have to. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Yeah. I don't think it's that unreasonable of a perspective, but, you know, I feel I the just, same way. So I can't, I'm not really good. <laughs> no, this is not, but this is not a new thing for me. This is not a sudden change yeah, of way of life for me this is how I've been since I was 15 <clears throat> yeah you know I had my children vaccinated <clears throat> um or immunized homeopathically <clears throat> until they were um older so that their own immune systems could have a chance to develop before we did the measles mumps polio you know thing there's not there's anyway anyway i nearly got divorced over that one just because i'm like can we just wait a couple of years yes okay we'll get it done but can we just wait a couple of years yeah i stopped giving my kids the flu shot like they got all their vaccines as babies but uh flu shots nope so yeah yeah so it's just different ways for different people this is how i do it do you you do you because that is really important if you do something that someone else tells you you should do and you have a really strong belief in another way, that's not healthy for you. That makes cracks in you in a lot of different ways and creates resistance and barriers and sets up energy drains. That's not a good thing. Yeah. Yep. I understand that. I've done that a lot. Okay. As we <clears throat> wow, I must have been really passionate. I've strained my voice. And we'll just take some stop. water. <clears throat> yeah, take some water and then uh, we'll see what's in your cup. I've had a big talking day today. Okay, I'll talk more quietly. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so. <sighs> my eyes aren't working properly. In my cup, my potion is lavender and fennel tea. Um, I'm back at work after my couple of weeks holiday where I did no business, no GKU business at all. It was really hard. It was really, really hard because I just stopped where I was like, yep, stop. We're not doing the podcast. So I'm going to just, yep. I just started redesigning the website. I just like everything's kind of like no, 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 no. Holiday, holiday. 
and it took me a few days and I <laughs> and it never really stopped I kept having I just I, just, <laughs> I know it's hard to really stop completely so but I did I and so Monday was my first day back in the office and it's been weird this week I haven't been sleeping well which is unheard of like really disturbed like waking up a lot taking a really long time to go to sleep like just this insomnia that I just don't it's just not something that I deal with and so tonight I've decided I'm going to dose myself with lavender I'm going to like I just get the essential oil and like dab it on my pulse points and that always helps me go to sleep so I'm going to that's why it's in my tea and fennel for relaxation um and then but but I have come back to work well come back to work and I've got more focus so that time not doing anything I've come back and I'm like but yep I have this this newfound ability to do work on one thing at a time without feeling like I've got to do all the things at the same time which is something that I tend to do and then and I did a lot of drawing over the holidays. Lots of drawing. I know. I know. I saw some of them. They're very beautiful. Oh, and so I, f- I finally said out loud, I'm, I'm an artist. And one You're of very my good pieces, at it. One of my pieces is framed in someone else's house. Wow. You know, you could start selling those because, you know, they're really awesome. And I was just thinking once I got better, I've only kind of done the, the neurographica one, but I'm like, I could probably sell these at some point when I get good at it. I'm still just at like dabbling mode. Well, my question in today's Prophecy Speaks is that <laughs> is about that. <clears throat> awesome. Um, but yeah, so I've had a very, I've had a lovely, lovely, Christmas period, New Year period, <clears throat> did a virtual catch up with my family in Australia on for the the family Christmas party. We mm-hmm. did a video call in, and so they were having dinner while we were, and I made brunch for us. They sat us up on the bar, yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the table, so that was really nice yeah it's kind of got its own fun little thing to it when you do those zoom calls you know because you see their space and you have your space yeah and so it was you know noisy and every now and then someone would remember that we were on the video screen they'd come over and have a chat to us (laughs) it's like a normal party (laughs) that's funny that's good I'm glad that you guys enjoyed all that yeah so that was fine and um yeah so that's us in my cup this week Good. I'm glad you had a good proper vacation or time off. I'm really grateful to our little community for being so supportive. I know. Like yes. I, uh, I feel like I feel like I'm constantly going, yep, no episode this week. Sorry guys. Like I know that I know that's not true, but it feels like I'm doing it every second week and I I feel very guilty about it. Um, and I know no, it's that it's not true. It's not true, is it? No, I don't do it that often. No. And I mean, two of those times were because of me. Those last two, because I was sick, so yeah, it wasn't. And, and I know that, like, our everyone supports us so beautifully. I'm really appreciative of it. Yes. 
I mean, it's not like we are, our show is the center of the universe. And if there's not a show this week, oh my God, everything's horrible. I know that, but you know, it's kind of the center of the universe because it's such a good show. And it's so, like, it's so, I don't know, large in my life because, mm-hmm. the, you know, this thing that you and I have, this consistent, yeah, the way we process stuff together and, yeah. Um, it helps all other areas of our lives. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Anyway, so Gary's view, please, lovely. Okay. Gary's view. Um, they they're visited by Ul Ul. I still don't know which way I like to say it better. Who commands Relg? to help them. So he comes and basically says, you know, you have to help them. And uh, Sinidra is told that she has to stay behind um, because we'll talk about that later, <laughs> but she has to stay behind uh, while the others move on in on the journey and go to, is it, is it are they going to Cthulmurgos? Is that right? Um, they're going to... I think they are. But yeah, so she I is. Left I can't her. remember. I get so confused about the Cthul, blah, 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 all of the city yes, names. But, I do too. Um, they're heading into. They're heading into. Um, I'm pretty she sure it's Cthulhu. I'm pretty sure. Get the orb, right? Yeah, they're heading. They're headed. They're headed. They're heading to get the orb from Kchuchik, who is at. I'm pretty sure it's Cthulhu. It'll be in the chapter somewhere. I'm sure. <laughs> I think it is because I think even when we move into the next section of the book after this, which is Cthulmurgos. Hang on, let me see. Look at the chapters. Yes, Cthulmurgos, next chapter, part four. Woohoo. Getting close. Okay, so at the start of the chapter, we're still in Sinatra's head. Yes, we are. And she's con- uh, she's a bit, a bit sort of um, confused. Well, not confused, but trying to work out how she should treat a god because she just doesn't know the proper etiquette yeah. of protocol. I imagine her mind. That's the first place she goes. Is how how do I properly perform this interaction? Because that's mm. how she was raised. Yes. Mm. So the etiquette she just doesn't she doesn't understand. So. She's, she feels awkward and gauche and, um, you know, and that, uh, it's the, like it says in here that the presence, the physical presence of a god baffled and even frightened her and she felt awkward. And I, I would, I wonder if the fright is because she doesn't know how to behave like it would be awe-inspiring. It would feel, I imagine, uh, the sensation would be awe, which could be could feel like fright in your body. But I think that it extends into her feelings of insecurity around how to behave because she doesn't know. Yeah, I agree. But then all addresses relg directly yes. it's just like oh my god literally 
I know. <laughs> There's a few of him saying, oh my God. In there. I know. I just love that so much. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, because because Ola is basically in a, in a loving, kind way that a God would scolding him for his pride. Well, he's very stern. Misusing. Yeah. His, but he's still not, he's not like cruel in any way, you know? Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's no wrath, done. there's no wrathful like rah. Right. He's just like, right. this is not on, dude. Stop it. Yeah. Like he's he stopped misusing the information I've given you for your advantage and like yes. misconstruing it so that you can seem yes. better than everybody else. Exactly. Kind of stuff. So rips him a new one very gently. Yeah. Um, and, and tells them to, he says, you're going to obey me now. I'm going to tell you to do something. You're going to do it. And Ralg is all apologetic and saying uh -huh. like, of course, whatever you say, I'll give you my life and all of this proclamation from him. And so that's when he tells him like, okay, well, you're going to go and help these guys and mm -hmm. whatever they need, basically anything Belgrath says, pretend that it's me saying it to you. Yeah. And you take orders just as that he's like I will, I will. and like he's he seems very gentle and fatherly but like in there in what he says to rel like you do this i will purge thee of thy pride um you know you bend to my will or i will break you yes i just like this it's it's like i don't have to lose my temper here this is the way it is Mm -hmm. but then at the end he tells him too that if he does what he asks he will be rewarded in ways yeah. that he can't even imagine you know well like we were talking in before the show you just go with it and you get the rewards mm -hmm. don't know what they are you can't choose what's good what's not good you don't know right. what's good or what's not good you just go yes. there just go where you're led mm -hmm. Got a peeper behind me. <laughs> um, um, so Rel just says, "Yep, right, yep, yep, yep," and he just changes instantly. He's all cooperation. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, but anyway, then the god then all starts talking to the other people there, mm -hmm. and um, tells the Gorham, "It's cool. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a wonderful job." And then to Belgarath, and he talks about the prophecy moving through Belgarath and Polgara toward the moment we have all awaited. Right. That's, you know, that's the moment I feel like when you already know what, what the end is, like this whole thing probably seems like really exciting. Like, oh my gosh, I know. And, um, but reading it as still not to know what, what exactly unfolds. To me, it's a little less like excitement. It's just okay, okay. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, then let's just get on with it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I then, can find out. And he talks. He he asks if Algy's gift to the world has come into his birthright yet. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. He's talking about Garyan. Okay. And um, yeah, because then he turns and says, Hail, then Belgarian. He uses the Belgarian. Mm -hmm. 
Sinidra's Sinidra's observations of Garion. Yeah, constant observations. Yeah, because he bows to the god, you know, and thanks, and she decides that she needs to teach him proper manners. how to behave in such matters. Yeah. She'll have a serious talk with him soon. And he would be stubborn and she would just, you know, she'd just have to nag and badger and he'll eventually Basically, come around. Everything a young girl thinks about a boy that she really wants to just be with. Very um, stereotyped. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's what we love about stories is how we recognise patterns and that sort yeah. of stuff, isn't it? I think that those patterns are changing though. The the they are the re- archetypal representations in yeah. um, culture are shifting. And it's so it's taking these old patterns and showing you aspects of them, I think. And as we evolve as a race, as a global race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that too. Mm. Uh, and a lot of stuff and some of it even it's older stuff that I'll go back and watch again I'm like oh my gosh they're like picking this up already yeah and shifting into these new perspectives yeah you know I think my mind goes right to which is just came out in December the second Wonder Woman like those kinds of stories I mean Wonder Woman's been around forever yeah but the fact that it's now this mainstream movie and the storylines in those movies are really like focused on it is the hero's journey for her but it's her it's her and her power in those like her power just gives you these chills of like oh my gosh you know and when you have a deeper understanding that we kind of get into of the universe and stuff you really resonate with this journey that she's on and you know, just stories like that, especially with women or, or somebody who identifies as something other than just male, female, like yep. those stories are so empowering yep. anymore. Like the way that they're being created, it's just incredible. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah so that's the I sort of too. thing that I mean, the, the evolution that we are privileged to live through this part, this time this time like silk says (laughs) i would rather live in the momentous time than in one of those boring deck you know centuries (laughs) right that's true but what's cool in this next part that comes up though talking about stereotype here with sinidra is that ul comes in and addresses sinidra directly Mm -hmm. um just kind of observing her that he says she seems like a child and Paul era says that well she's just small because she is a dryad yeah and so then he observes that she is like a flower is she not and Belgrath comments but she still has a few thorns <laughs> yeah. a, a bit of a bramble in her nature yeah and this is when Ol steps in and says but Belgrath we're gonna you we're gonna value be her thankful more for more for that yeah be thankful for that even more than her beauty yeah and i i my mind popped to you in that moment i read that because i'm like see this is kind of the boost of of the young girl here saying that it's not all about just her beauty it's a 
they're gonna embrace this brambly like fiery side of her i just got goosebumps she just rippled goosebumps through me (laughs) nice work yeah it's something positive something and this is coming from a a male god right so you know yeah i just thought it was a cool moment yeah and and uh that's absolutely true and when all is um addressing garyan then he addresses garyan and then his expression shifts and he's still focused on garyan but sinedra thinks he's you know seems to be communicating wordlessly to some other presence yeah hmm. I thought it was interesting that she observed that. Is that the first time she's noticed that part of Garion? I mean, I guess she's I think seen so. Him. Well, I, she's seen him like do things that are kind of. But I think like healing them. Maybe it's the, the first time she's been aware that. Yes, I think so. As who else has Aldur Aldur communicated with the presence as well? Didn't he? Yeah, he did, but because he said, "I'm well pleased with you" or something mm-hmm. to Belgarath and Polgara. Yeah, but I don't know if. But I no, I don't I think that was the yeah. I don't. I think you're right. I think this might be the first time that she's really oh, what's this? You know, close quarters, really paying attention, really being very observant because she doesn't know how to behave. So she's trying to work out how to behave. So she's watching everything and paying really close attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and so, then and then all when all sort of making the comments about Sinedra's um, thorny nature, he mm-hmm. sort of pauses and glances over at Gary and, and then a little knowing smile crosses his face and Sinedra like starts to blush and like no 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 I'm not going to blush anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows something that they don't know. Yeah. I imagine they're gonna have very a very hot, passionate <laughs> <laughs> love relationship when they get older. I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then he says to Sinedra directly, "It's you I've come to talk to. You know, you need to stay here oh. when the uh, when your oh, companions okay. go. Like okay. you've got to stay. Yeah. You need to stay here. Yeah." Um, don't go into the kingdoms of the Murgos because if you do, um, you're going to die. And without you, all of this is for nothing. We will not succeed if you die. So she. Right, right. <clears throat> and her reaction to that initially is very just like, oh, yeah, I, I understand these things. Well, it's I not understand. even, I don't think it's even understanding. It's, it's that this is something that she understands how to do how to right. absolutely obey when it's required. Mm-hmm. It's a very practical matter for her in the initial like moment of it. She's like, okay, yeah, I know this. I've had to do this before and I understand what it means to do it now. <clears throat> yeah. So she, she's like, yep. I, I, she just has no problem agreeing to obeying. And then, and then, so he's like, yep good everything's cool if you do that everything's good have a good time good luck and then he's gone mm-hmm. and then like the, the, the all the caves 
I burst with <laughs> adoration for the God and like um, okay. in, in barracks, like Bella, let's like that is one of like it says like say oh my god because Bella is the god of is his god mm-hmm. um you know like wow his presence is like commanding <clears throat> and Belgar I love Belgarath in the next little bit he turns to Relg and um uh, he, he Belgarath goes I take it you've had a change of heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hmm. he's like i told you you'd come one way or the other yeah and so so he's totally um cooperative now and he starts asking questions and being engaged in the process and like belgrass like uh like i'll go where my god tells me to go and belgrass like well right now he's telling you to go to (laughs) rexall and um um he's sort of uh, so then they start talking about the caves and this is why they needed Relg because Belgrath wants to go get into Thormurgos through the caves underneath the city and Relg knows a way and it's going to be difficult and long but it will lead um, them to the foothills can you hear just really quick can you hear the background talking or no yeah yeah that's okay we know that the kids are home it's fine just as long as it's not too, she's out there. Oh no, I can friend. hear murmuring, but like the planes are a lot louder. I can't hear any planes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to mute myself for a little moment a while back because it was a loud one. Anyway, um, sorry. That's okay. That's totally okay, honey. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, and and Silk gets a little sly little remark in there. He's like, "See, he's being helpful already." being useful already and barracks just grunting um <laughs> and then he's sort of like he gets really polite why are we can i ask why we're going and like belgrass like yep we've got to reclaim the orb of aldur and Relg's heard of it and then silk sort of you know challenges Relg. you know are you sure you'll be able to find those caves they won't be like the caves of all you know they'll be probably the opposite they're not going to be holy but Rolg's very confident that he can find any cave anywhere. And so Belgrass like, yep, good. If everything goes well, we'll go up through the caves to the city. We'll find Ktuchik and take the orb. And Belgrass itching for a fight. So he hopes that Ktuchik tries to stop them. <laughs> and then once they've recovered the orb, they'll go back down through the caves and make a run for it. Yep. And they have to make a whole like little plan too of how they're going to get out without all of the army following them. Yeah. So that's like what they, I don't know what they decide. I don't know how much it matters, but they decide they're oh, going to well, No, it, it does matter in the end. They go one way, but they're going to make them think they went another way and they'll yeah. actually go to so, Aldor's. Yeah. So what they decide is they're going to go to the Vale because the Murgos will not enter the Vale of Aldor. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to head um, head towards. Where are they going to head towards? Ah, uh, oh, so actually, this is interting. Dernick says, "Why don't we just stay in the caves till they give up?" 
And Polgaris says, no, we can't do that because there's somewhere we have to be at a certain time and we're barely going to make it there as it is. We can't afford to, you know, lose a month. Yeah. Garion wants to know where. And uh, Paul says, well, you know, I'll explain later and just glances at Sinedra. And um, hmm. I don't know. What do you think? You don't know? I don't know. Okay. Unless they're going back to her, her home. That'd be my only guess. Okay. So, and then, um, so then, yeah, they start talking um, strategy and they get a map and they look at the map. Uh, Mander Allen suggests, because he sort of says, you know, uh, is it true that no Mergo will enter the Vale of Aldur? And they can, Belgrath confirms that. And he says, okay, well, the, 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 let's head to look like, like head towards Tolnidra and make it look like we're heading towards Tolnidra, leave lots of evidence. And then at some point where we can disguise that we've changed direction, let's go head towards the Vale because they're not going to go into the Vale. And so they'll lose our trail. And then they talk a bit more about it. Silk sort of says we're going to come out at the top of the eastern escarpment, which is like a big cliff. And um, they have to make their way down. So, you know, they need time to make the descent. But they're, but they're going to, because they're going to be exposed, they're going to have to think, they're going to want to think twice before they come down after us. <clears throat> and so Hetar's like, well, why don't we send word to my dad? get some clans there do you just happen to be you know like waiting at the foot of the escarpment you know because he's got that whole mergo let's kill all the mergos thing yeah how about we do that 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 sounds like fun let's do that and um belgraph goes <laughs> yep okay let's try it that way <laughs> and he's very disappointed because belgraph's like yes as soon as Rog leads us out of ulgo you go to your dad hetar and tell him what we're going to do and meet us in the veil, you know, or, you know, tell him mm -hmm. what we're going to do. And, and, and Hedhar's like, oh, I don't get to come to Mergos and kill the Mergos. And, and, and Belgrass like, yeah, no, no, I never had any intention of taking you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to kill Mergos. Too many opportunities there to get yourself in trouble. So what yes, he says. Exactly. Um, so yeah. And the, yeah, this is a little bit of an ex like to and fro between Silk and Polgara. Blah, 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 you know, I'm not really one of his. He's just being a smart ass. Very smart ass, yes. And um and then, so then they come, we come back to Sinedra, who's had time to realize what she's agreed to. Yeah. I felt for her, especially now today. I feel her pain. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so she starts to realize, like, oh, I, looking at all their faces, they're going to go on ahead. And, but, you know, the, the Gorham is very, very kind. And he's just like, oh, I'll be with you. We can walk the lakes, have conversations. You can explore. 
tells her all the beautiful things that she can see once her eyes adjust. And, you know, if it was me, I would feel like, okay, I, I can do this if he's here. Like, yeah. It's like a, having a grandfather there who's just gonna yeah. make sure you're always safe and yeah. happy and fed. Yeah. You know, you just kind of take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> go for walks, go to sleep, hang yeah. out. Yeah. So... I think that helped her a little bit but oh definitely definitely and and it's a totally genuine reaction from her like I'll be happy to stay with you Goran like she really mm. feels safe I think yeah um so they say their goodbyes you know and she uh she says that she's not gonna you know follow or stand there and watch them ride off yeah. into the sunset kind of thing yeah but then last minute she cannot resist the urge to run to gary in yeah and because she's like she, she's already worrying about all the things that he's gonna I do know. and the stupid all decisions things. he's gonna make and i won't be there to stop him and mm-hmm. gary in, you know yeah and keep him out of danger and of course polgar will look after him but it's not the same i won't be there to make sure that everything's okay yeah so she has to give him one more good good kiss yep and then they go on their way yep it's the end leaving gary and baffled yeah that <laughs> was that about she's not clued <laughs> into the emotions very much uh, not very <laughs> not very much no that's the end of the chapter yes <sighs> okay Magic, magic, magic. What should be magic? Um, I chose Ol's presence in the room. I just imagine sitting there with him in the room would be just like vibrating this, you know, energy that you couldn't even understand with your mind. Mm. Yeah, it would be awesome. Okay. My magic is oh, the way it all communicates with the voice of prophecy in Garion. Just that slight shift of uh, focus inside one mind. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, I think it speaks to the vastness of a mind. Like the mind is not the brain. It extends so much. It's like as large as the the infinite the universe like we are we mm-hmm. are that that is the mind yep what's next i'm lost uh, real, real life, life and reality 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um well i chose like i said i can relate to being left behind mm-hmm. it's happened many times in my life or you know just some of those sensations even you f- it might not be true but you feel it you feel like mm-hmm. oh they just kind of left me and What's maybe that was anyway honey right that wasn't their intention and i'm talking friends when i was a kid i had that feeling and obviously in relationships as an adult i think all of us have that mm-hmm. sensation at some point it's part of living mm-hmm. yeah and my reality is the way Wolf speaks with all, just 
so normally casually almost you know respectful but casual and every everyone that I meet I treat and speak with the same way you know um everyone nobody every you know I don't set anybody apart like everyone everyone gets that same that same treatment and it's a it's not uh it's not something I do on purpose it's just just the way I communicate I can't do it differently with different people it doesn't matter who you are whether you're you know, I'm the huggy person who would see my um, company director <laughs> coming down the hallway of the <laughs> building. Like, you know, oh, hi, how are you going? And we'll have, and give him a hug. And it's, it's to the extent that, like, people knew that I was, this is this is how I was, and that they would, <laughs> he would look disappointed if he didn't get a hug. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That is funny. Um, anyway, so yeah, just that's being a good way to be. Hmm. So that's my real life thing. Prophecy speaks. this question years since a month ago and <laughs> do you want to is I, it still the question you want to ask yeah I do because I tried doing my own prophecy over the break with it and I didn't really understand what I got so I'm okay. going to try again no worries did you want to go first yeah I can go um I'm using the book new moon by Stephanie Meyer it just sounded like a good place in my life right now um my question is what would the universe have me do or not do or just be I don't know to bring money into my life like this is it's time <laughs> money in my life um so that's my question I'll see where I go His face changed. I hadn't heard that he and Emily had made it official. That's nice. Poor girl. Do you know what happened to her? Mauled by a bear up north during salmon spawning season. Horrible accident. It was more than a year ago now. I heard Sam was really messed up over it. Uh, that's horrible, I echoed. More than a year ago. I'd bet that meant it had happened when there was just one werewolf in La Push. <laughs> I forgot that was the name. Um, I shuddered at the thought of how Sam must have felt every time he looked at Emily's face. That night, I lay awake for a long time trying to sort through the day. I worked my way backward through dinner with Billy, Jacob, and Charlie to the long afternoon in the Blacks' house, waiting anxiously to hear something from Jacob, to Emily's kitchen, to the horror of a werewolf fight, to talking with Jacob on the beach. I thought about what Jacob had said earlier this morning about hypocrisy. I thought about that for a long time. 
I didn't like to think that I was a hypocrite. Only what, only what was the point of lying to myself? I curled into a tight ball. No, Edward wasn't a killer. Even in his darker past, he'd never been a murderer of innocence, at least. But what if he had been? What if during the time that I'd known him, he'd been just like any other vampire? What if people had been disappearing from the woods just like now? What would that have kept me away from him? I shook my head sadly. Love is irrational, I reminded myself. The more you loved someone, the less sense anything made. Okay, what stands out? I don't know. So it sounds so much like my question about money as it does about something else. No, I, no, focus. Um, okay, so what threw me for a second is I was reading Sam and I'm still seeing Sam from Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I had to refocus Sam and Twilight. No, that's okay. okay. Use, the, use whatever is coming through. Um, well, um, I mean, this is Bella's perspective on werewolves and vampires and what happened to Emily. She was mauled by either a werewolf or a vampire. Um, and she's just kind of overwhelmed about the day, thinking back of everything that happened. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Okay. Do you want me to? I can see something quite clearly. Oh, then yes, please. Okay. So she's backtracking through a thread, taking herself back through events that have already happened. Right. Questioning. uh, uh, She talked about being a hypocrite. Is she a hypocrite? No, I'm not a hypocrite. But she's backtracking through things that have already happened, questioning her motives and her behaviours. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's this path that's already been trodden that you're going back over and that takes her into this place of questioning, would she feel any different? No, she wouldn't feel any different. She would still feel the same way, even if things were different. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why are you smiling? Tell me what's that. What's what's that? I'm just wondering how you're interpreting that. Um, like I wouldn't feel any different, even if things have been different. So even so. So it's like, even if you have to go down paths you've trodden before, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to change the way you feel now. It doesn't mean you, it, it's, uh, it doesn't make you a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see how that can connect. How do. does that connect for you be, to say it out loud? I think that... Um... Like paths I've gone down before, obviously I had jobs and related to money, I had jobs and then mm-hmm. I was starting businesses, trying to make them work, but couldn't. And I mean, that's about it. And yep, that's about it. 
treading down those paths that you push away, push away, push away does not make you a hypocrite, sweetheart. Doesn't mean, doesn't change who who you are or what you believe now or where you can still head. It doesn't make you a hypocrite. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I just still am not sure what I should do. You know, I. I have been looking at job stuff. I've been applying, um, telling myself it's only temporary, but the, and the world is, is there's people have woken up. Oh my God! Look at all this stuff that we can actually do online. We don't have to actually go to an office to do this stuff. Holy shit! Yeah, and that's the thing. The world is so different now. Even from when I was at jobs, that was only like three years ago. Precisely, years ago. precisely. Um, it's like. But COVID has made, also made it really difficult in that specific area of looking for a job because everybody's looking for a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's yeah. where I'm kind of like, you know, I'm still of the mind that I don't need a job. Like there's abundance right here. Just let me see where it is and access it now, you know? Because even going on those job hunts, like while it seems like a solution, I don't think it really is at this point in the world that we live in. Mm. Um, but but I am don't putting, know. I'm putting it out there, but I'm not getting anything back. Mm. So, Well, we don't know. I'm... Just keep, pay attention to what's going on. And when something comes up, act on it. So when something comes up, when uh, the way things come into your life is, you know, manifestation is not just about sitting and going, yes, this is what I want. You need to notice when something happens and then say the thing, do the thing, accept the thing, turn in that direction, not just sit there and look at it and go, what's going to happen now? That's not how it works. Right. Yes, I know. <laughs> I don't think that I have had many signs for quite some time around you this You have area. been healing, woman. I know. I'm there is still the pathway of the girl scout membership so i think that sounds very promising that sounds exciting and you feel excited about that i do and girl and guides and scouts that's a global organization there are a lot of parents and leaders who would be especially into now that all of us have to kind of do zoom stuff it's even more so like god oh, i don't want to do this yeah exactly <laughs> you know, it's not it's not fun doing a Girl Scout meeting on like Zoom. You could put it's together really packages not. and like it would be like a menu. Okay, the you know the leaders go on. Okay, this is the oh. this is the program we want for the next six months. Excellent. Let's have that. Yeah, this Saturday, um, we're we're gonna get on a Zoom call with a couple of troop leaders to to just have them help us beta test it. And Fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited for you. So. You ask this question a lot. I know. I know. And uh, you get answers all the time. I, well, I don't feel like I get ever get. You don't that get tells the me. answer that you want, that you think is the answer that is the right answer. You keep looking for the right answer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this is telling me to do other than just be aware yes. of what comes 
I go, okay, well, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> because that's all that it can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Well, that's me. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing how the how the scout thing goes. Yeah. I will let you know. So my question is. Okay, my question. My question is, what place does the pursuit of my artistic endeavours hold in my professional career, specifically my professional career? Right. So the book I'm using is called Love Medicine by Louise Erdrich, I think. Anyway. I put my hand out and Rush's bear put her hand into it. I turned my face away when the next one came. She did not let go. Then I felt another person's hand come down on my brow and it was like the touch of peace, such mercy. Nagushi, I said to her, and knew I'd die. Everything stopped moving around me. The walls held. I saw tiny lights of spirits enter. And although they flickered all around the edges of the room, I was not afraid. The roses on the paper stilled their breath. The circles of silvery light at the pillager's jaw, the ghost lights fastened my pain and dragged it through the outer walls. Instead of dying, I sat up. My body stopped having the baby. I tried to get out of bed hungry i could use some potatoes and onions i told them she's returned said rush's bear i slept but i dreamed that i got out of bed and went into the kitchen where the fire was already crackling and i took some potatoes from the bin i used my wedding fry pan cast iron and fried them good with a crust in lard and cut in a little onion i mixed a gelette i mixed a shallot I don't know that word. Flour, salt, baking powder and a little fat spread the fire and had Rush's best slide it in the oven. Then the pillager came in and I imagined that the three of us ate together until we were satisfied. I reached into my hiding place, a knot in the wood box with a shelf just behind it. And I took out a jar of jelly with the bread fresh and hot. We ate that. Then I built more bread, filled the pan again with cut potatoes. The little ones will eat when they get back, when they get here, I said, back from school. Okay, so she's giving birth and then she stops giving birth. After she, so she's giving birth, she's in labour. I don't, I don't know what point of labour, but she's in labour. Then she feels like, okay, I'm, I'm dying. And then the, the spirits and energy come in and she wakes up. She's returned, like she returns to herself and she gets hungry and she makes things to feed herself and mm -hmm. the people around her. Right. Okay, that works. <laughs> that works, huh? Yes, it does. 
and so click. <laughs> and then when they eat it, she makes more. Right. So that sounds like just keep making it. Yes. Yeah. The Let's people will, will want them. The people will want them and then you'll make more. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. The food is the things. Yep. And the giving birth is your creating, creating the you. art. Yes, 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 yes. And it doesn't have to be painful. And it doesn't have to, I don't have to kill myself trying to do it. You know? No, we stay centered. Take, stay centered. And allow. Don't let it take over everything that, like everything. Don't let it become the only thing. Mm -hmm. oh that's actually also, very very good isn't it what what'd you say also allowing like the spiritual guidance to be part of that you know yes my dog keeps trying to open the door that's all right Okay, well, we're nearly at the end, so let's wrap it up. Yeah. So, do you have a prediction for next week? Oh, hang on. Let's just see how you, how you, how'd you go for. Okay, so last week you said that, last week, <laughs> last episode, you said they will prepare to leave with Relg now part of their group. So, Nedra will have a moment to talk to Gary about her feelings or push them further apart. That's pretty good. I think you could yeah. ding, 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 dings for that. Yeah close so next next chapter i'm guessing they will begin their journey through the caves of ulgo and rel will we'll get to see some of his skills like how he can divine himself through these rocks and stuff um and maybe we'll get a little bit more with gary it's been a while to find out more about his um, abilities and his purpose mm -hmm. okay cool <sighs> so how do you feel about that hashtag? I can't read it. Oh my god! Box. Hashtag. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so oh this week's hashtag is oh my god. <laughs> Let me just spell that. With the right just way. the O, yeah. There we go. No, no, O H. I spell it the right way. Uh, oh my god. Chapters. Hmm. Is it in the chapter is just to know? Oh my god. Oh, is it? When he addresses him. Oh, it does too. Let me fix that. Oh <laughs> my god. And you will find all of the extended show notes on our website, belgaridandbeyond.goddesskindle.com, which will be changing to belgaridandbeyond.com at a future date, but that's not yet. Um, so you can head over there and check it out and it'll hold all of the segment times. You will always find all of the segment times on the website in every episode I put the segment times. So if you just don't want to hear a scam, blah, 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 one week, just skip over it and go straight to the chapter discussion, uh, which is Wolf's Wisdom. That's what you'll be looking for if you just want the chapter discussion. 
Um, but you can leave a voice message for us. There are links, you know, in the show notes to do that sort of thing and send us emails and where you can find us and what's going on. And um, But what I encourage you to do is go over to Patreon and follow us. If you aren't a, a paying patron, just go on to, the, to us on Patreon and follow us because then... All of the stuff that we would have regularly put into Facebook, you'll get in your email. Like whenever we post that episodes dropped or some, you know, little tidbit um, about what's going on or about us, the stuff we share publicly, you'll get an email about that, um, which is pretty cool, I think. And yeah, yeah it, is. You know? it is. So, Very cool. yeah, so do that to stay in touch. Um, and as always, you can uh, email Belgaried and beyond at gmail.com with any questions or comments. This podcast is an indie production. So the best way for you to support us is to become a patron. And um, so head over to Patre Pat Patreon and find out all the details about that. You can get bonus episodes and video episodes and all kinds of things, uncut, uncut stuff. And there'll be a link in the show notes. So Let's hope this freaking works because if we lose the recording, <laughs> I will be rightly pissed off. I know. At the moment, my video is frozen with a weird expression on my face. <laughs> it always it always freezes on the worst one. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's goodbye from me. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week <laughs> before we shut off completely. <laughs> <laughs>